Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, you're buying, or you're designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic, supply chain issues are here. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any future content. So supply chain issues, they're here, and it's definitely affecting the construction industry. It's affecting the remodelers out there, and it is a big problem, and it is only going to get worse. It's something that we talked about early on when the coronavirus hit and some of the shutdowns started happening, and there were some predictions that Q4 there would be product shortages. Well, uh, we're already seeing product shortages in Q3, and uh, it, it's it's fairly bad right now. Not not horrible, but it is only going to get worse. So this podcast, if nothing else, hopefully, if you guys are looking at ordering something, if you guys are looking at doing a project, you should tune in because you are going to need to make some slight adjustments in what you're doing. If you're a builder, if you're a modeler as well, uh, hopefully you heed the advice here. Uh, because this will definitely help you out. It will not solve your problems, but there are a lot of things going on out there in the market right now, and uh, there's challenges. So we're going to talk about that for a little bit here. So let's take you back first. When you think of a product and, and, and building a home, there's a lot of products that go into it, right? I mean, you have everything from your your building materials, like your lumber and things like that. Um, you have you know, all your things like insulation, drywall, but then you also have, you know, the finished products that go into the home too, like maybe pre-finished wood floors or hardware or cabinets and of course appliances. Well, we all know that these products come from all over the world. Specifically, a lot of the products that we get come from China. So what was the first place to shut down because of the coronavirus? Of course, China. So naturally, when they shut down, they were not producing product for a while. That's going to be your first concern of the supply chain issue. But then it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper because, okay, so China was shut down. Now they finally are ramping back up. Maybe they're loading stuff on the ship. But guess what? We don't want any Chinese products coming into the United States right now because we're not sure what's going on. So we halt you know, that stuff from coming in. So now we've got not only a shutdown, but now we have, you know, uh, a hold perhaps on importing or shipping. Okay, finally, things started to look peak up a little bit. Let's start getting that product over here. They bring it over. Hey, guess what? We need to quarantine that product. Well, there's some more time. Okay, so the product is now quarantined. And of course, if it's coming from China, most likely now that product is going uh, and getting shipped to California, which is one of the first states that shut down, California. So now, even if it does get here, it does get out of quarantine, the state shut down. So are they even allowing that product to come through the supply chain? Now you have another delay. Now, as things are opening up and they say, okay, well, we'll, we'll move some of that product. Okay, well, guess what? Different parts of the country are shut down. Maybe the trucking company Oh, we're down three guys because, you know, somebody thinks they had coronavirus. Now they're on quarantine. I can't get that out today, but I can get out two days from now. 
Okay, another delay. Then it gets shipped over to somewhere else. Hey, you know, we had to cut our staff at the warehouse because things were slow. There's not a lot of product coming in. So yeah, we're delayed on getting it out. And all of a sudden now you're seeing this massive ripple effect going through the supply chain. And you're going to see this on all sorts of different products. We are dealing with it right now specifically. We're trying to build our prey to homes model, finish it up. And guess what? We've got appliances that we ordered, you know, three months ago place the order, and they're still not here. And we have no clue when we're going to see them or if we're going to see them in time. Appliances are, are tricky because when you think about something like that, they might be assembled here in the United States, and that's all fine and good, but guess where most of the products come from? Most of the electronics, they come from China. So if they were not producing, if they were not getting shipped over, if they get caught in that whirlwind of supply chain issues, guess what? You could be waiting a long time for it. And then you have multiple people ordering these things and they're trying to fill orders and spread it out. And it's a massive disruption. Our whole country is built on the free enterprise system. It was built on the, the ability to fill needs wherever we needed it and letting private business jump in and fill those needs. Well, when you shut down the entire economy for a month or two months, it's going to have a ripple effect like this and we're seeing it and it's just starting to happen. It's only going to get worse because if the example that I use for my clients is this, it's like drinking out of a straw, right? And you're, you're drinking water out of a straw. Well, if you get a bubble in when you're sucking up the liquid, that bubble has to work its way all the way through the straw or your pipeline. And now we have that bubble working its way all the way through the distribution aspect of it. And you're going to see holes in it. You're going to see see it, the delay. And this thing will stretch out over time because we, we are not 100% efficient here as a country, nor is anyone. And I'm not saying that's, a wrong, that's wrong. It's just the way it is. And it's sort of like a fan, right? Like when you push a, a power button on a fan, like let's say a floor fan or a ceiling fan, the fan doesn't start spinning at full speed immediately, right? Of course not. It takes energy to make that fans spin around. Well, it takes the same energy to get the economy going or get production going. You can't just flip a switch. Oh, we're open now. Now we're at 100% productivity. No, you've got to kind of remobilize. You've got to reset. There's a certain amount of time that just naturally takes place to get everything going. Now, some companies are much more efficient than others and they can get up to peak efficiency rather quickly. So you have that issue of it takes more energy to start something than to keep it going. So now we're restarting everything. Just like a car engine, it takes a lot more gas to get that car fired up than it does when you're already rolling down the freeway at 65 miles an hour. And that's the same thing. So we're sputtering a little bit as an economy trying to get back into a normal flow. And then, of course, you throw in different places with different rules. So different states have different shutdown rules and different things like that. And now you've got a recipe for a very clunky distribution system for quite a while. And then, of course, you have the staffing issue. You know, you've got places that laid people off that aren't bringing those same people back. Now you have new people. When you put a new person on, they're not 100% productive day one either. They're maybe, if you're lucky, 40% productive right away. Now, depending on the type of industry or business, it could take a week, it could take a month, it could take a year for them to get more productive. So you have that issue going on as well. You have shipping issues, you have production issues, you have staffing issues, 
And all this stuff is happening at the same time. Now, the other thing that's been a challenge is with materials. Specifically, let's talk about lumber for a minute. And if you've heard some of the other podcasts, you might have heard a little piece of this. But uh, lumber, for example, the pricing is shooting through the roof right now. And you'd say, well, I don't know why. Why would that happen? Because, you know, there's probably less stuff going on. There's less construction. Well, unfortunately, the lumber mills, you know, shut down as well. But they also shut down because they felt like there was going to be a, a lack of demand. And so they didn't want to have tons and tons of products sitting out because guess what? When you have a lot of supply and low demand, your pricing drops. They wanted to keep their pricing stable. So they stopped producing. They failed to to guess properly that the market was still going to have a demand for lumber. One is because when we're building homes, if we've committed to building a home, if we started building a home, we're not going to just stop building the home. So all the existing orders that were in the pipeline, the majority of those still went through. They weren't all canceled. Then you have the added situation of people being stuck at home and home is basically safe. Home is somewhere where you can rely on and, and, and you know people having all this free time decided to start doing some of the projects themselves. So guess what? Everybody started running to the home stores, which were still open and essential businesses. So your Lowe's and your Home Depot's and Menards and those kind of stores like that. People went to those stores and bought lumber. They built shelves. They added a room on. They finished off part of their basement. Uh, maybe they redid their deck. Whatever it is that they did as a project, they were there and they were buying material like it was going on a style. So the demand actually increased instead of decreased. So now you have a lumber lumber mill shutting down. You have more people buying the product. You have other people that are, are continuing their purchases. And you have low supply, high demand, prices are shooting through the roof. And it's it's difficult. And it's one of these situations where we normally, you know, you see lumber maybe at 380 to 420, maybe 430 per thousand board feet. And we are well into the 500s, 520, 530. I haven't looked today, but um, it's changing every day. Uh, that That's a huge spike. I mean, that's like a 20% increase in a very short period of time. So you're having rapidly rising prices, you are having material shortages and delays, you're having production issues, you're having staffing issues. So bottom line is if you are contracting out for a project, uh, if you are going to be building a new home, that's fine, that's a great idea to do it. Housing is a great investment right now because it's stable, uh, it's, it's a useful item and it'll still grow in value, but expect some delays. Expect it to take longer to build the home expect product issues for delays. Um, and, and how you get around this is very simple. You've got to make selections early. You've got to then order those selections way before you need them. And then be willing to be flexible if something isn't available. And you've got to be adaptable. And this is something that you're going to see whether you're doing projects yourself, if you go in and try and buy appliances at retail, um, if you try and buy certain building materials, uh, anything that comes from China especially is going to be massively affected just because it's a longer chain. The more links in the chain, the more chance for one of them to, to break somewhere along the way. So things like light fixtures, appliances, quartz countertops, um, hardware. These are you know pre-finished products like pre-finished wood floors, 
um, some of your cabinetry. These are all products that come from China. Uh, anything with electronics in it as well comes from China. So any smart home systems and things like that. So be very careful and make sure you're ordering stuff early and uh, in advance. And if it's already a custom order item, you know, plan on more time because it's going to affect you. Uh, whether you're doing it yourself or you're hiring somebody out, waiting is the worst enemy at this point because you're already going to be waiting for things along the way. Now, will this hiccup and bubble work its way through? Absolutely. At some point, as uh, this this goes away, the, that production issue will go away as well. Uh, but it's going to be a while, and uh, this disruption is going to take even longer than what we initially thought. So words of advice to anyone out there, if you're doing a project, you're going to be building, uh, going to be remodeling, whatever it is, make selections early, make them. Uh, and order them right away. Make sure that the builder orders them in advance. If you got to put some extra money down to do that, not a bad idea. And get that in well before you need it. Um, hopefully local uh, distributors and things are uh, storing more stuff. Hopefully they're building back up their inventories uh, because, you know, at any moment too, this could shut back down again and you could end up with more supply chain issues. So pretty crazy stuff. It's interesting um, from a historical perspective, be interesting to look back on this in five, 10 years and say, how could we have done this different? And how did this really affect not only the building market, but the economy as a whole and people? Uh, does it change how we do business in the future? Probably uh, pretty interesting stuff. Don't have all the answers for it, but love to hear your guys' thoughts on this as well. So if you guys have a thought on this topic, please shoot me an email, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. If you want to shoot me an email there, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And of course, I want to thank each and every one of you for once again supporting and listening to The Home Building Hero. Once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you guys very soon.